Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Welcome back. Review four. We are hauling through this course. We are moving right along. We are all doing an effective job. I tell you what, the lesson for this morning or yesterday morning, rather, really took me someplace. Only salvation can be said to cure. And I I swear I had a sudden jump in consciousness, perhaps. David Hawkins says that when you're doing spiritual work, sometimes sudden leaps in consciousness can occur somewhat randomly or somewhat out of the blue, and that you should be ready and prepared for them, ready or prepared for them. And something happened yesterday morning when I was working that lesson. I tell you what, it was beautiful. So stay at it. Sometimes these sudden leaps in consciousness happen after periods of agony, periods of frustration, periods of I'm not doing it good enough or it's not working. That very happen, often happens in recovery. Uh, these meetings suck, and then one day, voila, a miracle happens. So just stay the course, chop wood, haul water, one foot in front of the other, do your best, keep going, keep going, and keep going. Review section four, introduction. Now we review again. This time, we are preparing for the second part of learning how the truth can be applied. Today, we will begin to concentrate on readiness for what will follow next. Such is our aim for this review and for the lessons following. Thus, we review the recent lessons and their central thought in such a way as will facilitate the readiness that we would now achieve. There is a central theme that unifies each step in the review we undertake, which can be simply stated in these words. My mind holds only what I think with God. That is a fact and represents the truth of what you are and what your father is. It is this thought by which the father gave creation to the son, establishing the son as co-creator with himself. It is this thought that fully guarantees salvation to the son. For in his mind, no thoughts can dwell but those his father shares. Lack of forgiveness blocks this thought from his awareness, yet it is forever true. So, uh, when you are not forgiving others, you are not reminded that your mind holds only what you think with God. So it says, it is this thought that fully guarantees salvation to the Son. For in his mind, no thoughts can dwell but those his Father shares. Lack of forgiveness blocks this thought from his awareness, yet it is forever true. So keep forgiving in order, to, in order to realize the truth of this statement. Let us begin our preparation with some understanding of the many forms in which the lack of true forgiveness may be carefully concealed. Because they are illusions, they are not perceived to be, but what they are. Defenses that protect your unforgiving thoughts from being seen and recognized. Their purpose is to show you something else and hold correction off through self-deceptions made to take its place. Defenses that, I'm going to read that again. Defenses that protect your unforgiving thoughts from being seen and recognized. Okay, wait. Back up again. Because they are illusions, they are not perceived to be what they are. So any lack of true forgiveness is an illusion. 
and defenses that and they are defenses that protect unforgiving thoughts from being seen and recognized. Their purpose is to show you something else and hold correction off through self-deceptions made to take its place. And yet, your mind holds only what you think with God. Your self-deceptions cannot take the place of truth. No more than can a child who throws a stick into the ocean change the coming and going of the tides, the warming of the water by the sun, the silver of the moon on it by night. So do we start each practice period in this review with readying our minds to understand the lessons that we read and see the meaning that they offer us. Begin each day with time devoted to the preparation of your mind to learn what, I, what each idea you will review that day can offer you in freedom and in peace. Open your mind and clear it of all thoughts that would deceive and let this thought alone engage it fully and remove the rest. So we're just going to sit down. You're going to say to yourself, my mind holds only what I think with God. Five minutes with this thought will be enough to set the day along the lines which God appointed and to place his mind in charge of all the thoughts you will receive that day. Powerful, profound, life-changing stuff here. Spend five minutes with this thought and God will be in charge of the thoughts that you receive all flippin' day. It's a pretty solid return on investment. They will not come from you alone, for they will all be shared with him. And so each one will bring the message of his love to you, returning messages of yours to him. So will communion with the Lord of hosts be yours, as he himself has willed it be. And as his own completion joins with him, so will he join with you who are complete, as you unite with him and he with you. After your preparation, merely read each of the two ideas assigned to you to be reviewed that day. Then close your eyes and say them slowly to yourself. There is no hurry now, for you are using time for its intended purpose. Let each word shine with the meaning God has given it, and it will be as it was given to you through his voice. Let each idea which you review that day give you the gift that he has laid in it for you to have of him. And we will use no format for our practicing but this. So you're just going to say, my mind holds only what I think with God. And you're just going to sit there for five minutes, readying your mind to then uh, recall what the lessons for review are. You're going to let him set out the rest, sort out the rest. So each hour of the day, bring to your mind the thought with which the day began and spend a quiet moment with it. Then repeat the two ideas you practiced for the day unhurriedly with time enough to see the gifts that they contain for you and let them be received where they were meant to be. We had no other thoughts, but let these be the messages they are. We need no more than this to give us happiness and rest and endless quiet, perfect certainty, and all our Father wills that we receive as the inheritance we have of Him. And all, and all our Father wills that we receive as the inheritance we have of Him. Each day of practicing as we review, we close as we begin, repeating first the thought that made the day a special time of blessing and of happiness for us, 
and through our faithfulness restored the world from darkness to the light, from grief to joy, from pain to peace, from sin to holiness. God offers thanks to you who practice thus the keeping of his word. And as you give your mind to the ideas for the day, again, you begin to sleep. His gentle, his gratitude surrounds you in the peace wherein he wills you be forever and are learning now to claim again as your inheritance. So I was, I was kind of complaining a little bit about the lengthiness of the previous collection of lessons and some of them were rather lengthy but again such powerful stuff buried within each one of those you could go as far as you want with your review you could read through each of the day's lessons you could you could pull out your highlighter and read through the lessons and highlight as you go along you could read the text along with all of this you could do whatever you want with it but all you have to do is sit down, get really present, and remind yourself that your mind holds only what you think with God before you move on with the lessons of the day. So just spend five minutes with God. If you spend those five minutes with God, he will be in charge of your thought forms for the rest of the day. Again, uh, an astonishing return turn on investment or a very impressive return on investment. So that moves us into lesson 141. My mind holds only what I think with God or lesson 141 goes just like this. You sit down and you close your eyes. My mind holds only what I think with God. And you let that really sink in. You spend five minutes there. And then you remind yourself forgiveness is the key to happiness. And then you remind yourself that forgiveness offers everything you want and you let him sort out the rest. Really powerful, really beautiful, really deeply transformational, miraculous, wonderful, mind-bending, mind-blowing stuff. The more you get out of it is, the more you put into it is the more you get out of it. Thanks again for listening to the Course in Miracles podcast. We are making amazing strides together with this profound spiritual work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Talk to you next time. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.